Hello, um, I'm Douglas Austin III, and, and this is another episode of Blurred. Um, you can check out my podcast on anchor.com, A-N-C-H-O-R.com. Uh, it's a picture of me, uh, Stanos, at Emerald City uh, Comic Con of 2019. Um, today I have a couple a couple uh, things I want to ask. You know, our, I'm just going to just jump right into it. Our are comics racist? And I, I asked that for a, a number of reasons. Um, if you remember my podcast, some, some, you know, uh, some time ago with my friend Julius Moss, we, we went into the, you know, a little bit of the history of the comics and stuff like that. But I'm going to, I'm going to get into it um, a bit. I'm going to point out a couple of, a couple of different, different things. Um, you know, cause like, like for example, the MCU, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has a habit of uh, screwing people of African descent with their movies. Um, you know, Terrence Howard. Uh, Terrence Howard had a deal in which he was the he was supposed to be the highest paid actor on the set, um, and then um, he was asked to take a pay cut for some odd reason because Robert Downey Jr. had reworked his deal on the success of Iron Man, and so in between Iron Man One and Iron Man Two. He was recast with Don Cheadle, who's actually done a marvelous job, but I'm not I'm not upset about that. But the 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 thing is, um, with as much money as Iron Man two made, or as much money as Iron Man one for that for that matter, they couldn't pay them both. Because at that point, uh, Terrence Howard was a bigger star than Robert Downey Jr. was, and they asked him. He was supposed to make eight million dollars, and they told him that we can only pay you like a fourth of that or something like that. And so he said no. And they just recast him and fired him. Um, and my whole thing is, oh, that's something on my screen. Sorry, <laughs> I thought there was a spider on my roof. But um, so they recast Terrence Howard, like just unceremoniously dumped him, right? Uh, and then not just that, but then there's supposed to be an, a War Machine spinoff movie that never happened. Um, and you know, so you're like, okay, that's kind of foul because. Iron Man 2 made enough money that they both could have been cast. And they, they both could have been paid, right? Okay, we're, we're going to go on. Um, you know, Exhibit A. The first female Captain Marvel in comics was black. Her name was Monica Rambeau. Now, in the Captain Marvel movie, she played the goddaughter of Carol Danvers. When in comics, uh, Monica Rambeau was the first female Captain Marvel and leader of the Avengers. Now... The issue I have with that is, um, I'll get into that a little, a little bit later. Um, so the first female Captain Marvel was black. Um, secondarily, Captain Marvel in recent memory wasn't a major comic book character. I mean, she had her, she might, you know, she had her title and all that kind of stuff, but she was never a major character, right? Um, and 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 the issue I have with that is, you know, with this with Civil War Two, she became a major player, which is which is cool because they did the same thing with Iron Man. They did the exact same thing with Iron Man, actually. Uh, but you know, again, she wasn't a she wasn't a heavy hitter. She wasn't she wasn't top ten and in, in power as far as Avengers go. Because if you take out if you take out the actual power levels of the Avengers, you take out Thor and the Hulk. You take those two out of the out of the way, right? Um, she's not even top ten because the most powerful one was the the black f female Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau. Secondarily, it was the Scarlet Witch, who who completely dwarfs both of them. Dwarfed the powers that 
Captain Marvel had, even when she grant when she was granted extra power. Okay, and then you have uh, Wonder Man, who's immortal and he has all the stuff with ion- ionic energy. Then you have Cersei, who is an eternal, whose powers are um, her main power to telepathy, aside from the other generic powers that all externals have. Right, so you're like, huh, interesting. Then you have Doctor Strange, who dwarfs everybody out of, out of that list. Right, so that's six right there. That's six. So. You, you put and then they're they're booking her as the most powerful Avenger. It's like, huh, interesting. And they're they're so and with that with that one thing, they just kind of screwed over Monica Rambeau, who again was the first female Captain Marvel, and they screw over Black Panther. You know, um, the sec the second thing is, you know, uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers hasn't done enough in the MCU to warrant being the focus. I mean, if, if anybody, it should be Scarlet Witch, right? Because she was the one that Thanos couldn't beat without help. Thanos punked Captain Marvel twice, you know, and she fought him to a standstill, but he ended up punking her twice. With Scarlet Witch, he couldn't punk her. So who's who was really the most powerful Avenger? Um, yeah, so it's just like, huh, interesting. Now, now, and then Marvel's decision to remove Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Now, I've done a podcast on that before. Um, you, you do a trilogy. I, I get that you want to make Shuri the Black Panther because that happened in the comics, right? But you what you want you don't just like unceremoniously dump him. You do a trilogy. You do his, his you let him fulfill his contractual obligations for movies, and you do the thing where, like, in, in the three movies, the first movie he fights Namor, his powers fluctuate some kind of crazy way, right? And Shuri messes with the suit to give him the same powers that he would have if he's Black Panther. The second movie, um, his powers completely go away, and she does the thing, and she she takes the suit and becomes Black Panther. And then she doesn't grant. She doesn't get the power because all the the heart shaped herbs are, are gone. And she petitions Bast for the power, and Bast doesn't grant her the power till the third movie. Not that hard. Um, then you get three billion dollar movies. Now, the the issue I have is MCU decided um, that Chadwick Boseman is no longer going to be the Black Panther. So, so you so and and. He, the issue with him is that he asked for the same deal that Captain that um that uh Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. got because his movie was the first to a billion dollars. So he said, "Hey, I'm only I only got a half a billion dollars for this movie. I'm an established celebrity, so can I can we work rework this deal?" Now, mind you, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. both got to rework those deals to get millions out of their sequels. And this why couldn't Chadwick Boseman? So the MCU has screwed over two, two black people out of this deal, you know? Um, and people are, are, are having issues with the Falcon being the Captain America. That happened in the comics. The issue with that TV show is they're combining like three different storylines into one story arc, which makes, which kind of sort of makes sense because what happens in the comics is Captain America quits and he becomes, uh, he becomes uh, the, uh, the other character, I forgot the name, and... What, what happens is he appoints somebody as Captain America. The government steps in and says, no, Captain America is our deal. We will appoint the new Captain America. And they promote and they, they appoint John Walker, who becomes more brutal than Captain America was. And then they say, we made a mistake. We're going to skip this, appoint, this, this appointment. Thank you, Steve. 
Um, and so they they appoint, and then Steve Rogers steps back up. Now, the latest thing in the comics was the super soldier serum in Steve Rogers. What happens is it, it fails, and he becomes an old man. Then he gives the shield to, to, to Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon. So what happens is the Falcon becomes the new Captain America, and he's a, and he's probably the baddest one because he's the only Captain America that's unaugmented. Everyone else has been Captain America was augmented in some way or shape, shape or way, right? Um, you you have Clint Barton who can move a car on his own really with no effort. You have uh, the uh, Hank Pym who was Giant Man at one point. You have. Um, John Walker, who he, he got his powers from the power broker, which makes him stronger and faster than Steve Rogers. And you have uh, the Bucky, the the, um, um, the Winter Soldier as Captain America. And you have uh, the other guy, the guy that was crazy. And so you have all these people being Captain America and all of them are augmented except Sam Wilson, which makes him, in my opinion, the baddest one because he does what he does without being augmented. So, so... Why not remove Brie? Because my issue is Brie Larson asked for the same deal that Robert Downey Jr. got, and she, they granted it to her, right? She top billing, the, the, the money, and all that kind of stuff. But she wasn't the first female Captain Marvel. The black woman was. I repeat that again. The black woman was the first female Captain Marvel. And MCU completely shunted that. Chadwick Boseman, his movie was the first movie in history to reach a billion dollars. And then, and then they unceremoniously dump, dump him. Now, they might be in talks now with Black Lives Matter movement going on and stuff like that to extend, to make him, you know, extend his deal. But the fact of the matter is, they're, they're getting him out of Black Panther and introducing Letitia Wright, whom I have no problem with. Again, that follows the comics. But... The fact of the matter remains that that happened. Like, you know, I start thinking about other characters that that get their powers from African deities, like Moon Knight. He gets his powers from African God. So you're telling me that people in Africa are not worthy of getting the powers from the African deities. So we have another Gods of Egypt. The same thing with Black Adam. And I get Dwayne Johnson has been cast as, as Black Adam, but that's a character that's been around that was Black Adam 5,300 years ago. So there are white people in Egypt 5,300 years ago? Really? So the character is, they always like, he's like tan, so you know he's not quite white, but you know. And my issue with that is the people in, in that region at that time were Nubian. They, were, they looked like me. They were my, my skin complexion, dark, milk chocolate. So, and all props for The Rock for getting getting a role like that, but that should have went to somebody of actual African descent. And people are like, oh, The Rock is half black. He is. The Rock is half black. The Rock is half black. But he's, one, his dad's Canadian, let's be honest. Um, but two, it should have been a dark-skinned person. It should have been a dark, why not Idris Elba? Why not David Oweo? You know, there's, there's a plethora of dark-skinned black actors that should have went to. My issue is representation because you don't see people like me being superheroes in these movies. And I love comics. If you read, if you listen to my podcast, you know, I love comics. Um, I dress as comic characters frequently. You know, I, I do the comic con, you know, I, I do cosplay. So, but like up until recently, there was no, there was no costumes for the Falcon. 
Except Monica, well, Monica Rambeau is in the movies, but she plays her her goddaughter. And in reality, she was the first, I mean, you're right, Azria, um, that uh, she plays her goddaughter, which is a little, she's like a teenager. When in reality, she was the first female Captain Marvel. Carol Danvers was Ms. Marvel at that point. Right. So and then and then Monica Rambeau gives up the title for the original Captain Marvel's son who becomes Captain Marvel. And then um, Carol Danvers takes over when that dude gets killed. So my issue is the MCU screws over multiple black people with this, you know, um, or or you look at you, how many how many other characters. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. She should be Captain Marvel. Well, because there is this report that Brie Larson flipped out and she wanted the script to be rewritten to be more about her and less about anyone else. When the fact of the matter is that movie wasn't even that good. It relied on Samuel L. Jackson more than anything to make that movie a success. You know, and they and they 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 messed with Samuel L. Jackson's history because he said um, in, in, in Captain America 2 when he lost his eye because he trusted somebody and he lost his eye and then he does it with the, and the cat scratches him. It's like, really? Really? You know, um, my issues is representation. You know, because you're just, all you're telling me is that people of color, um, you know, dark-skinned people of color can't be our own gods. We can't be our own deities. We can't be our own superheroes. Like, how many Superman movies are out there? Or movies, Superman movies, or Superman where he, he leads. We have the Justice League, Batman versus Superman, uh, six Superman movies. You have a plethora of cartoons and TV shows. They just did another Lois and Clark. How many? How many? How many movies featuring um, black ones? You have Bla the Blade trilogy, which it got after the first one. They changed directors and it got progressively worse. So that's three. You have Black Panther, and you have Black Lightning. And static shock. You know, um, there's a report that just came out. The article just came out that in um, the New Mutants, they cast um, the person playing R Roberto da Costa, aka Sunspot, with a light-skinned or almost um, Caucasian-looking Brazilian person. And there's, I'm not going to get into the racial connotations of what the director said because he, what he said was clearly racist. But the character's father is Afro-Latina. Afro-Latino, and his mother is, is uh, Latina. He, in the comics, originally he looked black, and they've progressively lightened his skin. The same thing with the Native American characters, actually, because originally Warpath, um, uh, James Pratt looked Native American. Now he looks almost Caucasian. I have, I have issues with that because of representation. You know, um, and 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 the and the original Super Friends, they had because all the heroes were white, so they relaunched the Super Friends um, as the challenges of Super Friends, and they had Black Lightning and Chinese Samurai and and you know all those other characters, which were supposed to be. It was like, huh, Black Lightning? Oh, the name of my podcast is uh, Blurred, B L E R D with two exclamation points. It's a picture of me as Thanos um, uh, at Emerald City Comic-Con. But again, um, Black Panther was positioned to to replace Iron Man as the money and, and brains behind the Avengers with Captain Marvel being the Captain America character. 
So why the sudden change? Is it because Chadwick Boseman asked to be equal to Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and they didn't want that again? Because they gave it to Brie Larson. I have no problem with Brie Larson as an, as an actress or anything like that. I have issues with um, representation, with people being screwed over because she wants more. She wasn't the first black Captain Marvel or first female Captain Marvel. That was a black person. That was Monica Rambeau. I, I keep repeating this. And, and, the, and she wasn't even the third person as Captain Marvel. She was the fourth Captain Marvel, the second female Captain Marvel. I just have issues with representation because you have these characters, Moon Knight, you have even the TV show Manimal or even um, Alan Quartermain. How is Alan Quartermain not uh, gonna be immortal because he wouldn't let a witch doctor be killed? So Africa won't let him die. I mean, really? 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 Gods of Egypt was met with derision for the simple fact that um, they wouldn't let people of African descent betray gods. Even in the X-Men Apocalypse movie, they had um, Apocalypse played by Oscar Isaac, who was not African, not of African descent. The character was born in Egypt 7,000 years ago. And they had the people portrayed in Egypt at that time as being um, of Middle Eastern descent when that didn't happen until the, the turn of the millennium. I, I'm just saying, you know, you have, you have these characters, are, like for example, you have nine Superman movies. How many Batman movies? The same amount. How many Spider-Man movies? You know, the same amount, right? How many icon movies are there? See, the Milestone universe was created um, with the intent of having minority uh, um, heroes. And it ran on for, you know, two, like three and a half years. That's where you get Static Shock from. He was originally a Milestone character. And the comics at the beginning were amazing. They reminded me of the angst that Spider-Man had in the 80s, right? Where he was a high schooler figuring stuff out. Because the same thing, because Virgil Hawkins was the same way. He was a high schooler figuring things out as he went along. Like he wasn't... He wasn't some um, great superhero, but he but he became a great superhero because he studied and figured how to beat these villains, right? Or Icon, who twice has beaten down Superman. Twice he's beaten down Superman, but yet he's not. There's no Icon movie, you, you, so they have to resurrect Superman instead of going and get Icon. I'm just I, I'm just saying. You know. Uh, so they're they're redoing Justice League, and they're and and um, and they're bringing back Superman again, but but the just like Avengers, just like X Men, uh, the Justice League, the the rotation, the 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 roster changes frequently. Every every few comics, somebody adds in, somebody bounces. Like like they're saying that um, the Martian Manhunter was hiding in plain sight in the the Man of Steel and um, the. Um, Batman versus Superman and the Harry Lennox character of the uh, the general General Swanwick. Now that actor, I think, is freaking amazing. But again, his John Jones character, his name is John Jones. It's not he's not a general. He's a cop. He's a detective. And you know, with all the stuff going on right now, I think, and and with comics being the being an escape. Um, and comic book movies being an escape and comics being political in nature, you know, I feel that they should actually follow, you know, the actual, what actually, you know, and people are like, oh, they have to change stuff. Why? 
Why? Why why couldn't Martian Manhunter be be a detective? And then when the when the Kryptonians battle, he came out. You know why 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 couldn't he? Why do um, people that are racialized as Caucasian have to get powers from Af African deities? The African deities don't give the power to African people. None, none of them are worthy. Not a one. Really? It's 2020, and representation should be should 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 be the deal. You know, um, I, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at you MCU. I'm looking at you DCEU. You have Milestone Comics, and with with Milestone was absorbed back into DC for some odd reason, right? And then they they promised to introduce the characters and use them in the actual comics. They have yet to do so, with the exception of Static, who is a secondary character, but he had his own his own comic for years, and he had his own cartoon, and they just kind of shift the bed on that. I just, I have personal issues with stuff like that, especially with, with what's going on now. You know, Icon was on Young Justice a few times. What happened there? We, we can't have an Icon movie? A, a good one? As good as Black Panther, if not better? You know, Icon is an interesting character. He's pretty much the same as Superman, except that he's black and rich. I'm just saying. No Blue Marvel? Blue Marvel beat down the Hulk a few times. Blue Marvel is supposed to be one of the most powerful characters in Marvel. Why haven't they introduced him? You know, the MCU takes a cookie cutter approach to their, to their movies, which is kind of kind of silly in my opinion. Now, Captain Marvel, I think was was an empowering movie, and it, by all rights, it should have been. Um, you know, that was an important movie because it showed women that they can be heroes as well, right? But the first one should have been black. The The first cap, female Captain Marvel should have been black. I said it before. They could have had her saving the world and, and die or lose her power saving the world and Carol Danvers take over in honor of her. You know, they have, they have the Luke Cage TV show, which they, they completely depowered him. He's supposed to be able to lift uh, like 60 tons. And then, then the, the TV show came out and they said, oh, it's 30 tons. And it's like, no, he's supposed to be a heavy hitter. He's supposed to be, go, be able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Hulk and not be hurt by the Hulk. I just think that um, the MCU can do a better job. They can transition Chadwick Boseman out, just like they transitioned uh, Chris Evans out. You know, do a trilogy of movies, have him lose his powers, and then because in the comics, what happens is he loses his powers and he's able to like control the dead or something like that, and then Shuri takes over as Black Panther. They can do that over the course of a trilogy. I'm I'm just saying. Crickets, anyone, anyone? <laughs> you know, um, Carol Danvers loses her powers to Rogue from the X-Men early on in her career. When she, matter of fact, as soon after she gets these, the, these cosmic powers, she loses them to Rogue. So 
why did they rush this whole thing into her, you know, being the most powerful Avenger, blah, 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 blah. Because in, in all actuality, you know, a rogue empowered, a, a, a Captain Marvel empowered rogue still gets beat down by Gladiator. People, you know, I, I read the comments and people say that they don't like um, the social justice warrior aspect of comics. I'm like, what comics do you read? They're all about social justice warriors. You know, it's, that's what it's about. You know, fighting fighting fascists. Captain America is anti is Captain America is the definition of Antifa. Captain America. You know, the X Men are definition of Antifa. The Avengers are definition of, of Antifa. The Justice League are definition of Antifa. I don't know. I just have issues with stuff like that. You know, um, what are your let me know your thoughts. Um, if you want to check out my podcast, it's on anchor.com. Um, it's blurred B L E R D with two exclamation points, uh, B L E R D with two exclamation points on anchor.com. It's, and it's a picture of me as Thanos at, um, Emerald city comic con. Thank you for listening. This video ends now. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you.